0: Welcome to All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, aka The Cancer Guy. Today we have a wonderful show in store for you. This topic is so important, especially with the pandemic. We see COVID-19 affecting so many people. The immune system, it has the ability to fight off infections and diseases. It's so important to develop a strong immune system, but how do we strengthen it? What is involved in boosting and having a powerful immune system? We are honored to bring back triple board certified Dr. Peter Ash to All Talk Oncology to discuss this important topic. In fact, it is crucial we develop a powerful immune system, especially for those undergoing cancer treatments. So again, we have Dr. Peter Ash here on All Talk Oncology to continue our discussion that we had on our last episode about just cancer and nutrition from a medical oncology standpoint.
1: Oh, my pleasure, Kenny. It was great talking to you uh, last time, and I'm really excited to be on the show again.
0: You know, Peter, just getting right into this, there's so many things that are happening today when you think about the COVID. Everyone is concerned because they talk about the immunity, but a lot of us don't know how to boost our immune systems, and we never really got taught that. And then when you transfer that into cancer treatments with chemotherapy that breaks down the immune system, how do we boost that? And how can we have the best outcomes for treatments? What are you telling your patients?
1: Yes. So immunity is extremely important, obviously. The last time we talked about the different processes and different aspects of you know, the body that uh, the cancer patients have problems with and uh, the vicious cycle that the combination of these problems creates. And here I think about muscle wasting, inflammation, decreased immunity, infections, leaky guts. All these create this vicious cycle that will lead to further deterioration of the patient and possibly even demise. So immunity is one of these factors that we have to address And um, chemotherapy will invariably decrease and influence immunity. Why is that? The reason, the way chemotherapy works, is it works on cells that multiply, that grow. And there are not many cells in our body that grow all the time. Yes, we can heal scars, and there are some cells that grow as needed. But most of our cells, like the muscle or the brain, they will never grow or uh, I mean they grow but not multiply during our lives at the same time there are some cells that multiply all the time including the hair the inner lining of the gut and the bone marrow that makes blood now because these cells are growing just like answer cells are growing that is why chemotherapy affects them and that's why chemotherapy is causing that what, what I call collateral damage Uh, decreasing the immunity and causing problems in the GI tract or the hair loss that chemotherapy patients experience. The bone marrow makes blood. And there's three major types of cells in the blood. And this is what I usually explain to the patients and what they can expect as those types of cells go down with chemotherapy. One is the red blood cells, which carry oxygen. If the red cells go down, we call that anemia and you can boost them up with growth factor shots, you can just simply give blood to the patients or red blood cells. The red cells, however, they live for four months, under 20 days, so they may not even go down during a shorter course of chemotherapy. On the other hand, the other blood cells, the other types of blood cells, they live much shorter platelets, they live for around seven to 10 days. Platelets help us with blood clotting, and if the platelets decrease, that we see with like some platinum uh, drugs, for example, then uh, one could bleed. Now, from immunity point of view, uh, white blood cells are the most important. White blood cells, their job is to help us fight infections, bacteria, viruses, all that. And this is achieved by neutrophils and lymphocytes, the types of white blood cells that we have in our, our body. Now, neutrophils only live for 12 hours. So chemotherapy will definitely affect them, and they will invariably drop. And we have to support the patient. So I also tell them what they can expect, what are the possible symptoms and complications they may face, they may experience, and the signs that they have to notice and and call the physician. Fever with low white blood cells is a potentially very dangerous condition. It's called febrile neutropenia. Without treatment, it has a 50% mortality rate. What is that? Uh, Febrile neutropenia is when the neutrophil count is low, typically under a 1,000, and nevertheless the patient generates a fever. These, These type of white cells, they help the normal body generating fever, and when the white cells are low, and despite that fact that the white cells are low, one has a fever, that could be Meaning, or that could mean a, pot- a potentially extremely dangerous underlying infection. I see. Now, that infection could be in the urinary tract, in the GI tract, in the blood, in the lungs. Frequently, we don't even find the source. Frequently, we don't find the bacteria in the blood, but it has to be treated because of the very high potential mortality.
0: Sure. This is so scary, right? You come in and then you're learning all of this. You're trying to grasp all of this. And One thing is like you're already in shock that you have been diagnosed with cancer, but now you're talking platelets, you're talking white blood cells, we're talking fever. If that comes about, the bone marrow creates this. And what if that goes down? It's like, oh, my goodness, this is so overwhelming. So it's so important, right? You as a physician understand the importance of what that is. And so how can I be successful in my treatments and make sure that all of these things are taken care of? That's what the first thing that comes to my mind.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, number one is education, education of the patient and education of the family. I like to have as many people, spouse, and maybe children in the room so they all understand the importance of the symptoms and, and the importance of, you know, how to be around people with low white blood cells, you know, washing hands all the time, maybe even masks. Nowadays we hear about these a lot. Anyway, and we'll probably talk about COVID a little bit later on. But education is number one. Number two, I also like to tell the patients what we can do about it. And there are different medications, I would call them medications, basically growth factors that one can give to treat or even prevent the numbers uh, of white cells going down. But there are also some natural ways. There are multiple vitamins and some other compounds out there that will help us help people boost their immunity in a natural and healthy way. Yes,
0: and that's good to know. First thing I'm thinking is, Dr. Ash, if you're telling me this is what happens and my immune system is going to go low, what exactly that I can do to keep that immune system up? What exactly can I do to make sure that none of these things happen to me? Those are kind of my questions to you.
1: Well, there is no 100% solution. Obviously, we cannot promise that it's not going to happen. But what we can do is know the symptoms, monitor the symptoms and monitor for the blood count. And also, as I mentioned, there are some growth factors. Some of them frequently we give preventively. But what a patient can do specifically is also take proper and healthy supplements that will help with immunity. There's many, many supplements that helps with immunity. And cancer patients are depleted from their vitamins, B-type vitamins, D and C. Most cancer patients have very low levels, so they are depleted to start with and then it will further decrease and taking the supplements will help a lot. It goes a long, long way in treating but even preventing the problems and the immune changes.
0: Yes. I would imagine from your experience, a lot of people that are coming in, do are not necessarily taking supplements. And so you see a lot of that that's going on out there. And so yes, as you get ready to start your patients on the chemotherapy drugs or whatever it is that they're going through, what are some of the line items that you go through?
1: In terms of supplements, Kenny, or
0: Yeah. Supplements or just immunoboosts, because that, that's the scary part. When you're dealing with immunoboosts, what is it that we actually talk to them about?
1: Well, well, we'll talk about healthy lifestyle in general. Okay. So being active also helps immunity. For example, walking. Of course, the measures that we all do nowadays, distancing and, and masks if necessary, and especially hand washing, they become very important. And then we'll talk about the certain supplements and what is safe and what is not. In terms of does it interfere with chemotherapy? There are several supplements out there that do work to boost immunity, but at the same time, they may interfere with certain chemotherapy drugs. So that is very important. So I always talk to them about supplements that do not interfere with chemotherapy. And um, like the B-type vitamins, the vitamin D, Some micronutrients, electrolytes that uh, help immunity. So we go through those, and of course dosing. What doses are needed? Because as I mentioned, they are typically depleted of most of these vitamins and and uh, compounds.
0: Sure. As you talked about in our last episode, I'll bring that back. All of these things, and even the muno is all designed for the patient to take as less breaks as possible. And have you found that by implementing some of these supplements and the education that you've given them, that has been successful for them?
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, Taking supplements in our experience, you know, healthy, proper supplements, as I mentioned, does help tolerating chemotherapy. It does decrease the number of times chemo has to be decreased or, you know, the dose reduced or drop chemotherapy or skipping doses, it definitely helps. And we all know that if one goes through the treatment at the proper dosing, at the proper time, they will fare much better and the longevity is better and the morbidity, mortality is
0: lower. That is so nice to know. Dr. Ash, it's very interesting because a lot of these supplements, people don't even know what to get or what to go buy. How are you helping the cancer patients with that challenge?
1: I definitely talk to them about the proper supplements. But as you know, in our company, we do make supplements, which are what we call all in one. So the patients don't have to buy 10, 15 different products for a high price. They just buy one, which has all the needed Supplements in proper dosing at a much lower price. So it's much less expensive for the patient. And of course, compliance is better.
0: Oh, yeah. That is just a stress saver right there. Because that's what I see, Peter. That it's this supplement, you need that supplement. And now to understand, you, you've already created that. That is so helpful, this all-in-one. And talk to me there a little bit about that. Does that help with all of the chemotherapies that you deal with? Or is this kind of, you do this case by case? How does that work?
1: It it does help with most chemotherapies. You know, these people, regardless of their type of cancer or the type of treatment, many, many problems are the same. The muscle wasting, the immune uh, decrease, the inflammation, the gut problems, the leaky gut, the, you know, lack of appetite. These are all common, and that is what we aim to target with our supplements, and that is why it helps patients across the board, regardless of their disease or their treatment.
0: That's amazing.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yes, as you say, nutrition is, is an extremely neglected area, even in cancer patients who need the most attention in this area.
0: Peter, here's one thing too, you mentioned earlier, you talked about, well, guess what? Muscle doesn't necessarily have these cells that generate new cells. And so someone for me that kind of, you know, I've been in, keep a pretty good health workout routine, but you're talking about during chemo, some of that muscle mass can be wasting. How is it that you help with that?
1: Problem in cancer patients. and It's multifactorial, it comes from many uh, reasons. The cancer itself, uh, cancer can secrete a factor that causes wasting of the muscles. Uh, Malnutrition will cause that. Ability, and of course, lack of exercise. You know, they're very tired, very fatigued, they don't move. If you stay in bed in a hospital, for example, for a week, you lose 10% of your muscle mass. And every week, you'll continue to lose 10% of your muscle mass if you're, if you're inactive, mm. which is, is amazing to me. So muscle needs protein, and there are many, many studies that show that high-quality protein supplementation, what we typically achieve with high-quality whey protein, which has the best value of all the proteins in terms of amino acids and branched chain amino acids, especially leucine which is uh, most important for the muscles. So we achieved that with um, very high-quality weight supplementation, which is part of our supplement, as well as encouraging activity. It has shown and was shown many times that people who stay active during, uh, for example, breast cancer treatment, they will do better, and the chemotherapy decrease and drop rate is much less, and. Their numbers are better, so overall they will. Just one more thing on the muscle wasting, I think I mentioned it last time too. Studies are showing, and there's more and more of them, that even in people who get treatment for a curable disease, just just to, to prevent the cancer from coming back, even in those patients, if they lose their muscle mass, their mortality rate is almost 50% higher than those that keep their muscle mass. So some sort of muscle support with, for example, a high-quality whey is something that's important, I think, in each and every chemotherapy patient.
0: That education right there is so enlightening. Because for me, I understand, hey, protein is what helps produce the muscle. You're even saying now, you're saying, guess what? It's important to keep your protein intake even after treatments are done. Continue that. Yes. Did, I, did I hear that correctly? Yes,
1: absolutely. During treatment and after treatment
0: too. Yeah. yeah. How do you address those that come in? Because everyone, as we know, Peter, not everyone is healthy. They may have preconditions. And let's say, let's just take something that's common. It's like diabetes is concerned. And so you come in and you're going to have chemotherapy, but then you have something like diabetes. Like, How do you attack that? How does that work?
1: Well, it has to be individualized. Um, chemotherapy dosing has to be changed based on certain things like kidney function frequently or comorbidities like diabetes or obesity. So, that is kind of the art of oncology mm-hmm. that oncologists do how to give the proper dose to each and every patient based on their individual. Problems and size and circumstances. Okay. That is how it's addressed.
0: And that's good for the patients to know whatever their underlying precondition may be, it's not a one size fit all. You also have taken that into consideration when you're talking about supplements so that they can have the best outcome. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yes, that's correct. But our supplement is pretty much good for everybody across the board. It doesn't have any sugar in it. So it's safe for cancer patients and also for, you know, diabetics and all. And it has the proper uh, vitamin concentrations, micronutrients, probiotics, and protein support.
0: I want to sample that out. Just being a person who's actually in the fitness industry, I take my health pretty seriously. And Mm -hmm. to know that, hey, you know what? You've created some supplement that helps with a lot of deficiencies that a lot of us whether we have cancer or not, are going through. So I'm excited to sample that and to kind of get an understanding of how I feel after taking these supplements. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, and it it will definitely help after exercise. You know, I don't know uh, if you know that strenuous exercise, also decreasing immunity, not in the long run, but in the short run. In the long run, exercise is good for immunity. You know, even walking, but strenuous exercise acutely at that moment does decrease immunity. And taking a few things like vitamin D or uh, probiotics was shown to help with that exercise-induced immune decrease. So right after exercise, so taking a, this type of supplement with a way and have the D vitamins, the probiotics is actually perfect for strenuous exercise.
0: Very nice. Dr. Ash, one of the things I heard you mention too is stay active, but the fear, the fear of staying active at this point in our current circumstances in the world is that with COVID. So how are you addressing the immune system with COVID, but at the same time, these patients have got to have their treatment?
1: COVID is is a big problem, not just in general population, but especially in cancer patients uh, with the decreased immunity. Everybody can help their immunity with, you know, viruses. And it's clearly being shown that nutritional supplements play a very important role in the immune function and the boosting of the immune function. So in terms of supplements here, I would mention vitamins like A, B12, C, and d beta-glucans, probiotics, zinc, and magnesium. These were very, very well established that they help with immunity. Some help with certain aspects of the immune system. Some, for example, zinc helps with, with almost every aspect of the immune system. It's important not only boosting the immune system, but also modulate the immune system, especially in in COVID-19, where the severe cases are caused by a hyperactive immune system, what they call the cytokine storm. And that cytokine storm is going to cause all the damage that it uh, does in the lungs. Uh, If your immune system is modulated, that cytokine storm should not happen. And there are immune modulators, like zinc, for example, or vitamin D. Vitamin D is becoming a very, very important part of treatment, but also prevention. And prevention is what's most important, obviously.
0: So when you talk about this storm, is that something that this storm is going to hit everyone with chemo? Or is that something? No, that- this was, this is in COVID patients.
1: And um, that's why sometimes they deteriorate so badly and so fast because of that overactive immune system. So in the first place, you have to improve their immunity to get rid of the virus. But there is a point when the modulation or may even be more important to decrease certain aspects so that cytokine storm that causes the real problem does not happen.
0: Wow. And I didn't even think, Peter, so you may get a patient that comes in and, and has actually been affected is what you're saying. Someone has been actually diagnosed with COVID and yet still needs to have the chemo treatments.
1: Yeah, we, we would have to hold the chemo treatment then uh, because the two together would be extremely, extremely dangerous. Okay. So we typically, patients who have a fever or some infection, we very frequently end up holding the treatment. And with the COVID, it would be very, very dangerous to continue. And that is why it creates a huge problem in cancer patients because you would have to hold that treatment. And then the cancer can deteriorate in the, in
0: the meantime. It's definitely eye-opening and I'm glad that there's at least supplementation that can help with this. There's steps that patients are taking and then the outcomes are being a lot better. Would you say, are you seeing a, a lot better outcomes with your patients?
1: Their, their patients are, are definitely doing better that we have given supplements. At this point, hundreds but probably thousands of patients took it we are also doing official you know studies for quality of life and blood counts and different aspects what we see is people have a better quality of life there's definitely not as much weight loss if any frequently and uh, they tolerate the treatment much much better
0: dr ash you've been amazing in answering so many questions and, and there's still more to go we are talking about some of the things that happen in chemo is your energy and some of the nerve pain and how do patients handle that? How do they go about getting through that? So thank you for that. And I hope you would be able to come back and answer some of those questions. Absolutely. It would be my, my pleasure. Again, your information is invaluable. And I, I thank you so much for what you're doing, creating supplements for the, patients going through chemo so that they can have the best outcome and just educating the entire cancer community. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Well, my pleasure. Thank you, Kenny, very much for allowing me to talk on your show.
0: So again, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And let us recap on some of the gems that were discussed. One thing that was brought out was educate yourself about the immune system. Many of us have no idea on what it takes to build up a strong and powerful immune system. But if you recall, one of the things brought out was having a regimen of physical activity. Whether that be walking or exercising, something that you can sustain and that will not interfere with your cancer treatments. Again, you wanna discuss this with your physician and your treatment team. Something else that was brought out was proper supplementation, whether it be micronutrients, probiotics, And a good source of protein these are all so important when it comes to supporting your immune system we want to give ourselves the best possible outcome while undergoing cancer treatments i hope that you can benefit from some of these gems that were discussed today and again i want to give a special thank you to dr peter ash so again i want to thank everyone who tuned in today Here's where you will find up-to-date cancer discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you in your cancer fight. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, aka The Cancer Guy, and until again, I'm out.